Hello there, cat people. Dan the Catman here. Welcome to episode 20, ta-da, 20, of the Shelter Cats podcast, my labor of feline love. All about the shelter cats that have inspired my life, that have made a difference in my life. All about your shelter cats, all about the organizations, the shelters, the rescue people, the trappers, the fosters that have made a difference in the lives of cats. All of that to hopefully inspire you to adopt a shelter cat of your own. Adopt, don't shop. Right now, as I'm speaking to you in my New Yorky accent, New Yorky accent, there's an amazing shelter cat waiting at a shelter, at a rescue, at a foster, in one of those amazing uh, facilities that PetSmart or Petco offers to local rescues. Right now, there's an amazing shelter cat dreaming of going home with you and living their lives in their forever home with you and making a difference in your life. So go right now, go look up your local rescue, your local foster, your local shelter, and adopt a shelter cat right now. I'll wait, go ahead, come back, pause it and come back, or you know, listen to the show on your way for all, for all that, you know. With technology today, you could do that. Go, go right now, go adopt a shelter cat. They will make such a difference in your life because there's no love like unconditional feline love. And that is the perfect theme for for today's episode with my good friend Erica and her 18-year-old cat Fiona. But before we get to Erica and Fiona, Princess Fiona, I want to hear from you. If you have an amazing shelter cat, if you do animal rescue in any capacity, individually or as part of an organization, or if you do trapping, TNR, I want to hear from you. I want to hear about your cats. I want to hear your stories. And that story needs to be told. So don't be shy. So come and find me on the web at tywerthecat.com. Email is dan at tywerthecat.com. I am on Facebook. The page is called Shelter Cats. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, and Threads. Just search Shelter Cats Podcast. I'm on Twitter, Shelter Cats POD. I am on Medium, medium.com forward slash sheltercats. And did I mention TikTok? TikTok is sheltercats podcast too. And I blog every Saturday morning on Medium, medium.com forward slash sheltercats. I may have said that twice, but that's okay. It's my show. I'll say what I want. And you can support the podcast on Spotify and Patreon. Spotify, look for the dollar symbol. Patreon, just search sheltercats and their various... Um, membership things you could do and all that goes towards helping me make a better show and interview more people and last but not least i've started a youtube also shelter cats which i will eventually do something with but go follow my youtube and there's videos of tyler and jackson and tucker and sophie and um old videos very poorly produced but it's about the cats it's not about you know you're there to look at the cats, not my production values. So, don't be shy. I want to hear from you. I'm hearing from so many people that want to be on the show. I have an actor, a director coming up. I have more shelters. I have more people. Um, so, I want to hear from you. Definitely. Don't be shy. So, today's episode... I'm recording this at night, so I was about to say tonight's episode. But today's episode is my old friend Erica... Erica Rose Siegel, 
She is a real estate agent extraordinaire. And her right hand, or right paw, <laughs> has been her cat, Fiona. Fiona is 18, or about to turn 18, and has just been at her side throughout her journey in real estate and in life. And when a cat reaches that age and is still going strong, in fact, every time, you know, a lot of what Erica does, she does a lot of work in the community. So it's not just real estate. She does a lot of community activism and um, reaching out in the community. And she has a lot of events from real estate related to social media related to, you know, meeting local businesses related. Whenever she has a, a Zoom meeting or she uses her laptop to have a meeting, Fiona the cat is in the meeting, usually sitting on the laptop staring at everybody like she's running the meeting, like reading from the agenda. It's just, I, I see those pictures and then I reached out to Erica and I said, I have to have you on the show. I, Fiona's story needs to be told. So there you go. Without further ado, here is my chat with Erica about Princess Fiona hopefully with minimal technical difficulties. Enjoy. Hey, Erica. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? So, I'm glad I was able to catch you to get to get a recording for, for your episode. So my podcast is, is, it's called Shelter Cats and, and the theme is how like everyday normal cats that you adopt can do extraordinary things and make a difference in your life. And the more stories that I can share, the more people I hope will be inspired to adopt a shelter cat of your, of their own. So Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, you're very active in your field, which is real estate. So you don't do animal rescue, but in almost every post, <laughs> there's this beautiful older cat named Fiona. Yes. So I wanted to get her story because she is 18. Uh, she'll be 18 October 12th. So that's an extraordinary life. Yes. And... You know, she's basically your office assistant because she's always on your laptop typing away. So, yes. Tell me, I guess, introduce yourself, please. And yeah. I want to hear the story of Princess Fiona. Erica, I think we lost you. And Princess Fiona is uh, my perfect, P-U-R-R-F-E-C-T, my perfect assistant. And, um, yeah, I mean, I could tell you a little bit. Do you want to hear a little bit about how I, like, adopted her? Is that, like, how she yes. came to be? Yeah, cool. how did you how did you find her? Funny story. Um, I guess you would say um, almost eighteen years ago, uh, right around Christmas Hanukkah time, uh, my boyfriend at the time uh, was driving to Port Washington. Um, surprised me with a gift, 
and the gift was Fiona. Now, I didn't know it was going to be Fiona, and um, the reason why she came to be in an apartment, and this is like feedback for anyone living in a mice and roaches show up. Um, well, not roaches, we'll put that aside. Really nice. Uh, if mice show up, it's because there's construction being done on the building. And I didn't know this at the time, so I would wake up and there would be like a mouse. And this was like a couple times a week. And my boyfriend at the time used to travel 150 days out of the year, so he didn't experience the level of mice concern that I did. And um, I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't, I can't live like this. Like you're here, I'm waking up with my right. son glue traps and, um, yeah, that's gross. So, um, you know, I'm just, I, I would sleep at friends' houses and I like would wake up in tears. It was just disgusting. Oh, uh, I don't know. Did right. you ever know this part of the story or not? Did you know this part or no? No, I did not actually. Oh yeah. So I think it, interestingly enough, years later, I'm in real estate and I've had clients call me and be like, oh my gosh, there's like a rodent problem and I'm like oh it's construction you need to get a cat they're like what and that's kind of <laughs> you know <laughs> they're like really I'm like yeah seriously I'm not lending you Fiona but so he at the time when we were having this rodent problem you know he really didn't want me moving out you know we saw a future for each other at the time right and we still have an amazing future we're bestest of friends um I helped him and his you know immediate circle like extended family and like previous significant other buy and sell 14 properties in my 14 year almost 15 year career and we're gonna we're working on two more because him and his wife just had a baby but oh, uh wow. yeah, yeah so but you know at the time you know he was like you're not gonna move like we got to figure out a solution so he his mom adopted uh, a few cats and um lent us one so she slept with us and not really me while he was away. And the smell of like the dander kept the mice away. So even yep. though there was construction in the building and then that brings up all the. In, even if you don't live in a building, you could live like there's construction on the street. It brings up the mice and then you could find mice in your house. So just like a real estate tip if that's going on, um, you know, know that that's happening. You might want to adopt a cat for a little while. The dander skills scares the you know mice from coming and i don't know you got to google all the logistics around it but it worked so um we i then said i'm not like returning the cat like i'm like you travel i have an animal like we're set like this is how it's gonna you, go <laughs> you had bonded you had bonded with fiona well well this was not fiona this was actually i don't recall the cat oh. so we borrowed his mom's cat okay that's how this cat, so we borrowed the cat, and then he's like, Erica, it's my mother's cat. And I don't know if it was Gia or Spooky. I'm like, I feel bad. I can't remember. It was a black cat, white cat. Um, it's been a while. But I borrowed one of the animals, and they just chilled at my house. And because the cat was chilling in my apartment building, the no more mice. So he said, Erica, you have to return the cat. And so <laughs> we did, right? Like, I was like, no! And I did eventually, because I really, you know saw a future for us. I thought returning an animal versus catnapping would be a good idea. And then, <laughs> yeah, like, true story. And then I just said, hey, um, you know, can I get one? Like, I love them. Like, I really, I, and I used to hate cats. So, like, I really was terrified of them. I thought they would bite my face off. I thought they'd, you know, claw my eyes out. Like, you know, I thought they hissed and, like, were just nasty creatures. So, 
until I met his mom and those cats. And I was like, they're cool. Like, they're not bad. Like, I could totally chill with these animals. So I borrowed one and then I didn't want to return it. But I did. I had to. And then he said, you know, I was like begging, like, can I please have a cat? Like, you know, this kept me safe. I have a companion. Like, you know, how long is it going to take before the critters come back? Like, you know, gross. <laughs> and he's like, er- he brainwashed me, like on purpose, in a very loving way. Erica, you know, it takes a lot of work to maintain a cat. You've got to like the litter box and you got to clean it and you got to feed it. and You got to like have enough space for it. And like, I just don't think you're ready for that, all that responsibility. And I'm like, Okay. And I kind of just like fell for it because I, mean, I was a busy teacher at the time and like had a, you know, large circle of friends and I was just like doing stuff. So I'm like, I guess he's right. And he traveled. So it was going to be like my cat, my responsibility. Right. And I lived in this like little studio apartment, like 350 square feet, 450 square feet. It's tiny. So me, him and the cat really didn't think like that was really going to fly. And um, he was really just making that up because Hanukkah, Christmas time, we're on the road he told me he's driving to get me a gift and it was a surprise and then i see a sign for port washington and i'm like oh, are we going to north shore and I'm like, i don't understand like is there nothing else in port washington like why would you even think that i'm like well because i wanted a cat i've been begging for a cat forever so that's like how that transpired um and what's so sweet and guys when you go to adopt just so you know they're gonna need like references on file prep your references because there are people that are probably great um parents can you know create an adoption but if you don't have like maybe they don't pick up the phone like my references were prepped they knew who i was they were available And there are people that I could speak about me that knew me for a long time. And I've heard people not be able to adopt because the references aren't picking up the phone and they're standing there trying to get an animal. And it's like, well, what do you mean? Like, I didn't know. And blah, blah, blah. So my references were on call. And uh, I saw her. She was the first one I saw. I had not been to North Shore in a long time. North Shore Animal League in Port Washington. They're amazing. And I walked in. She was the first one I saw. She walked backwards, like, I found out later on that's not like really normal. Like she, they put her on a ledge and she went in reverse. And I'm like, oh, she's okay to want her. And he looks at me. He's like, Erica, um, you know, it's the first one you saw. And I was like, oh, all right. And he said, well, you know, maybe you want to look around. And this is pre-selling real estate because now I prep my buyers. You might fall in love with the first house you see. Like, don't not take it because it's the first house because you know you want a house and if it has everything you need you just get the house right not so, quite the same with cat but okay not quite the same but like it's kind of similar because it's a pretty significant investment emotionally and could be financially with an animal and then with a house it's a pretty significant investment financially as well as emotionally you're gonna live there for a long time you got a relationship with this home so you you know, if you walk in and you're like, I'm in love with this house, but wait a minute, I only saw one, and you're second guessing, and then you try to go back and get the house, and somebody else is now looking at the house, you're like, dang, why didn't I just, like, make my move? Right. So, same thing here. Like, I fell in love with her. I was like, she's really sweet. And um, then we, he said, let's look around. So we looked around, and then I saw this other one. I was like, oh, this one's cute, too. And um, then... 
somebody, I think it was like the vet tech or some volunteer person. I'm not really sure. I didn't get their, you know, their badges or anything. Um, at least I don't remember because it's been a long time. They said, oh, you know, just so you know, she has a heart murmur or he or she has a heart murmur. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm not bringing home a sick animal. And now needless to say, you know, years later, cats come with things, right? So you just, you figure it out and the right. vet will help, um, you know, the Oh, sure. We'll help you. So I don't want you to get scared. They have a heart murmur. They got ringworm. They got things. You have to, like, figure out what comfort level you are. Don't let that turn you away. But I was like, oh, no, I'm not taking that home. Right. And so then I I went back to go look at my cat. And then there was another couple looking at her. And I was like, look what happened. And he's (laughs) like, you know, it's okay. We'll find another one. So I mischievously mischievously, I don't know that might not be a word whatever I did over there um I said I looked at the couples like oh I heard she has a heart murmur (laughs) and then the couple was like really we're not taking home a sick cat I'm like yeah I wouldn't and my boyfriend at the time was like you did not I'm like your fault this was my animal you did what you had to do yeah I did what I had to do you know we do what we need to do for our babies so then she was there. She was my baby. I got great references from my people and uh, brought her home. She didn't come without concerns. So, like, guys, just so you know, she had no concerns, according to the vet. Or, and you know, like all the North Shore Animal League. She was, like, great. But she had trouble using the litter box. Interesting. Yeah. So how did you, how did you work with that? Oh, funny story. Um, so came home and she, at the time she was spayed and so we something we learned and so a lot of people got animals during covid or sometimes they get animals during like a breakup or when they relocate and like our next chapter maybe somebody passes away and they want a companion and just another fun fact is when an animal is spayed they're using at least this is you know 18 years ago i don't know if it still works so you want to like check with the vet and see what transpired but they were using you know paper litter like it was all paper yeah and then I brought her home and I was using you know like whatever I don't know clay or something like this uh, something and she it didn't feel good because she had surgery so her area was not appreciating like all yep. that so yep. she's like I'm not using that box because it's hurting me so she was going everywhere now, we lived in a studio apartment, 450 square feet, and everywhere we turned, she was just going, except for in her box. So I was like, oh, goodness, I didn't know that that's a thing. Like, And his mom was like, um, maybe you need to bring her back. And I'm like, bring her back. And it wasn't, she was not trying to be rude, but if you can imagine, we're living in 450 feet square feet, 450 square feet of space. And, you know, everywhere we turn, there's, like, an accident from an animal. Right. And she needs, like, somebody who maybe has, that's what we thought, is someone who had a bigger space, could manage that, maybe lock her up somewhere and figure out what's the deal. We didn't have a lockup. Like, it was like, no, like, oh, let's put you in the closet. Like, you know, we weren't going to be cruel. And, um, you know, maybe to bring her back. And I was like, mm, listen, um, <laughs> if you, you know, you gave birth to some children. Actually, I said this. I was like, your mom gave birth to some children. Her birth wasn't exactly easy, like your birth. We know this. And um, if you came out a little wonky, do you think she would have been like, eh, not interested? And he's like, yeah, good, good, good analogy. 
right? He's like, please don't say that to my mother. She won't like you. I was like, I'm okay. <laughs> so I didn't. I don't actually know to this day if she knows this. So this will be amazing when she listens to the podcast. But there's that. Um, <laughs> so I just said, I don't know. I called the vet. And the vet's like, hey, you know, use paper litter. And then eventually do paper and a combo of clay litter. Yep. And then eventually, like, all the exactly. things. Now we use some other organic litter. So altogether, it's like a purple bag of something and I can't remember the name of it um but if you dm me on wherever you can find me on instagram educate yourself with erica rose I'll tell you the litter because it's apparently it's like all natural and it's healthy and I know a lot of people who use this letter li- not letter but this litter um for their animals because it's I guess you know natural so by going yeah. back to her we we just did a combo deal of paper and clay and what have you. And then eventually weaned her off the paper and she was good to go. She got, she got herself squared away with that litter box. And it's been pure bliss ever since. Not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I said that sarcastically. Yes. Yes. But, um, yeah, it hasn't exactly been pure bliss, but I'd say it's been unconditional love. Absolutely. And that's, that's the most important thing is they have an unending supply of unconditional love. Yeah. And I've learned so much about myself by having her. Um, she's actually, she's so sensitive that there's been times where, um, you know, I deal with a lot of stress. My job isn't exactly like, you know, just paint by numbers, you know, there's, you know, isn't exactly, you know, needlepoint threading, you know, there's, there's, events that happen people have baby, people have babies get married divorce downsize relocate retire all the things life changes uh promote and i'm dealing with a heck of a lot of emotions plus there's my own emotions where <laughs> i haven't had babies but like there's been things and fiona has been just an amazing resource of unconditional love and just a reminder of a to get grounded she's literally like taken at this point she's six pounds and she's taken all six pounds of herself and gotten held me (laughs) to the couch to hold me so I can like meditate um she's taught me to pray because there's been times where like you know she wasn't exactly doing well teen in cat years is like approaching a hundred or something like this so yeah it's an extraordinary age yeah and so you kind of learn Hey, listen, how to, you know, deal with next chapter. You know, as an adult, I haven't had anybody super close to me, like, pass away, right? Like, I've, in high school, had people, um, family members, um, and actually, I'm making that up. I had grandparents pass away, but, like, right. Just like bam, anyone that like it's been a consistent amount of time, and you know, right. But through surgery, she's been there. She even knew when I had surgery, she just laid on the area to have it heal. Yeah, she's been a constant as long as I've known you. There's been, yeah, there's been there's been Princess Fiona, and I knew Princess Fiona came before everyone else. And I always yeah, refer to her did. as Princess yeah. Fiona. Now, did she have that Funny. name or did you give her that name? 
Oh my gosh. So she did not have a name for a little while because my boyfriend at the time had, you know, several pets in his immediate family. Mom and dad had pets, dad, rest in peace. And then his aunt and uncle also had several pets, also cats. So every name I came up with that was like animal related, like, you know, you know, tiger. Cat made it. I'm like Googling because I never had to name a cat. He was like, no, I'm like, I can't. So I just said, <laughs> our cat's name. What cat? Like, did we not plan this? Like, I didn't know we were adopting cats. So once we got there and I had names. I'm like, I had a friend that called her some, you know, something that wasn't nice because we didn't have it. So it was like, well, I was like, you know, I'm going <laughs> I was like, you're cool. um, And we had friends come over when we first adopted her, and they knew that she was kind of using the bathroom in different places. So we gave her a name kind of related to that because we didn't have a name. Uh, <laughs> I okay, see this where that's going. Yeah, I'm like, this is getting serious. We need to have a name for this animal. So at the time, the movie Shrek had come out, and uh, there was the song, you know, like, I just would think about like, how accidentally in love was kind of our song at the time because we really like, you know, we were kind of like accidentally kind of got connected. And so then I was like, how about Princess Fiona? He's like, that's not a cat's name. I'm like, well, all of the ones we have thought of are taken. <laughs> well, it is <laughs> now. <laughs> and it is now. Yes. And apparently she's not the only Fiona cat out there. There's multiple. She's the only oh, Princess Fiona cat. I think I feel like I know another Princess Fiona, too, but she's my only Princess Fiona. And, um, yeah, she's pretty extraordinary. That's, you know, it's just such a big chunk of your life has been you and Princess Fiona. And, you know, yeah, she's getting older and, you know, being aware of, of mortality is great. But that she's taught you so much and she's taught you to, you know, cherish life and stay grounded. And, you know, two of mine, three of mine will meditate with me. They know when I meditate and they all lay around me. And the, my 13-year-old that I just adopted, Taylor, will lay on his back oh. and stay that way until I'm done meditating. So oh. it's just extraordinary how they get, you know, in tune with, like you said, you know, Fiona has been such a constant in your life they do teach you so very much. Like literally I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for one of my cats and he came from a shelter. Yes. So. You know, another thing that I learned, actually I was terrified of needles and I still am not like, they're not my best friend in the world. Like I wouldn't chill with a needle on a Friday night and call that fun. But um, <laughs> I mean, I, there are people who do that, right? Like for whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. um, but I, at some point she needed needle care. Like she needed like a thing where, needles were a requirement and I was like oh dear and I said I'm that's not gonna happen you know she got older she started to have like UTIs and like right. possibly kidney stuff and what have you and it was like $15 a pop to and that's cheap to have someone come take care of her every day and that was cheap and I had to drive somewhere to make that happen and then like drive back and it was like of my day times 15 times 30 450 dollars like a month plus the time so it's you know an hour of my time maybe plus 450 dollars it's like not cheap it's well over 450 dollars given that i sell real estate and i just 
it took me like 45 attempts in one day, but I learned, oh my God, <laughs> I learned how to give um, her a needle through her back. And I learned how to get over my fear of needles, um, you know, injecting. I mean, it's not like, you know, a crazy, like big, huge needle, um, right. but it was baby steps. And uh, I also learned that if I'm grounded, she's grounded. So I was terrified. And so she would like run. But then when I got grounded, she would just stay calm and allow me to give her the needle. That's amazing. That's just amazing. And this is why I wanted it. Just so everyone knows, Erica, it doesn't just work in real estate. She is real estate. <laughs> she works day and night. She's involved in her community. So any if you're looking... To buy or sell. I know this is a podcast about cats, but I'm going to plug Erica for a minute. Oh, thank you. She's extraordinary. Nobody takes more selfies in, in the entire universe than than this than Erica. She just is constantly looking to make people happy and get into better homes. You know, every time I see a bug, uh, the first person I text is Erica. Erica, I want out of here in an hour. And you know what? If I actually wanted to be out in an hour, there's a good chance she'd find something for me. I so, would. So how, how can people find you? I want to make sure that people know how to find you. Oh, yeah. People can, I mean, listen, they'll find me in a second. I'll give you all my deets. But I just want you to let you know that, like, do yourself a favor and find a, a rescue, uh, please, and go adopt an animal. Like, if you're, you know, there's a lot of people that are dealing with stuff, right? Post-COVID, just, like, stuff. that Like, it's self-awareness. What is it? I don't know. It's not mental health awareness. It's self-care awareness month, right? Yep. In the month of July. And then it was like, we just passed mental health awareness and like self-care. There's a lot of stuff going on. So I would just encourage you that, you know, it really, having an animal, even just in general to care, it, it is like a great therapy. They're emotional support animals. Um, and some homes, even if they're not pet friendly, you can get an emotional support animal and it's becoming more it's like becoming a lot easier like if a building is not pet friendly but then you have an emotional support like document or what have you you can bring that animal in and i've helped people through this so um i just you know i would hate to see some people turn to other things besides animals they turn to drugs they turn to alcohol they turn right. to food and you could be taking that outlet and giving love to a fur baby right so I just want to encourage you to go, I'm sure you can Google like, you know, animal shelters and whatever town you live in, anywhere on the globe, and you will get an opportunity to rescue. Um, and only rescue if you are planning to take care of that animal, because there's some pretty yucky people out there that will get the animal and not do good things. So please don't be that person um, yes. Yes. or persons. And if you find animals somewhere, because I know that there's people who are out there feeding colonies and doing all the things. And if you are there and then you need to, you know, find homes, please make sure that you're contacting a rescue. Don't just post on a social media channel, like come get this because you don't know what they're going to do with that animal. Um, so please make proper and smart decisions and choices um, because I've seen some pretty horrific things going on and please make a donation to these um these uh, animal shelters because they need it. Uh, the vet techs don't get paid a lot. 
you know, veterinarians work crazy long hours. And, you know, it's just, it's really important that we don't forget how important it is to like care for animals and go out there and recognize that you can make such a profound difference in your life and like in the life of your family. Like maybe you lost a significant other or like a child and this could be emotional support for everybody. So I just wanted to put that out there and um, my selfies, a lot of them have to do with, uh, yeah, I shouldn't say a lot, good number have to do with Fiona and also just feeling confident again. If I could care for her, like, let's just say you can't have kids for whatever reason. Um, this is like a really nice, not, not exact, but you know, it's like a, you're still getting the responsibility of a being and it's beautiful to have that being to count on you. And don't let um, you not being available 24-7 for that being. There are plenty of people that also want to help. You know, so if you go away, you travel, you can go to your vet and say, hey, I'm looking for a vet tech or, you know, oh, yeah. neighbor. So don't let, oh, my gosh, I, whatever. Like, you could share an animal with people. You want to be responsible around it. But, like, look at all the options because there's plenty if your heart is really wanting to do this. Um, and then how to find me. Um, well, let's see. You can find me on Instagram at educate, E-D-U-C-A-T-E, yourself, Y-O-U-R-S-E-L-F, with W-I-T-H, and then Erica Rose, E-R-I-C-A-R-O-S-E. So educate yourself with Erica Rose. That's on Instagram. On Facebook, I'm Erica Rose on the personal and Erica Rose Siegel on the business like page. Um, and yeah, and just thank you. You know, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that this, this podcast gets into a lot of hands and hopefully we can raise a lot of funds for the different uh, shelters and change a lot of lives for the different people that either need emotional support or just maybe want a different outlet than something that's not as healthy and also get these fur babies off the street that need a home and you can foster too. There's like fostering. That's an option as well. I know a bunch of people who foster. Absolutely. And, and this is exactly the theme of the podcast. A cat can do an extraordinary thing. And you, you got a surprise with, with, with Fiona or the nameless cat at first. And now she's, you know, you, you you live an extremely busy lifestyle and she keeps you grounded and she keeps you centered yeah. and she reminds you that yeah you're busy and there's a lot going on and there's a lot of stress but you have to take time to take care of yourself and center yourself so that you can go back out in the world and yeah. do yeah. your extraordinary thing so thank you so much this is this has been amazing I'm glad I was able to catch you in between in between appointments <laughs> or whatever and, wow. and um, go adopt your Fiona right now because she or he is waiting in a shelter near you. Yeah. So thank oh, you. Yes, I'm sorry. One more thing I actually sure. found kind of funny. But um, something I also discovered is that these animals, a lot of them love like, how do you call this? Um, computers, right? So um, <laughs> actually two more things. One, they love computers. So Fiona now comes to Zoom meetings and she sits on my lap 
And, you know, I have consultations with buyers and sellers and she's sitting there and it makes people feel sometimes like calmer and we have a, a connection, you know, sometimes it's just like, oh, okay, she's, you know, real, like she's not this just like, you know, I don't want to say stuck up because I'm not stuck up and just because you look all formal doesn't mean you're stuck up, but it gives me a sense of realness, a sense of connection, a sense of camaraderie and, right. you know, it, it, it makes people feel good. And another just fun fact tip. At some point, Princess Fiona wasn't eating well, and um, somebody suggested, how do you call this, Gerber Stage 2 Chicken and Gravy? Yes. So that is her meal of choice. Um, she only has Gerber Stage 2 Chicken and Gravy at this point. That's all she eats. Um, and I give a huge shout out to also my vet. Um, I had one vet for 17 years. And um, I fired him while I was on vacation because he basically made some mistakes and said, she's going to die. You need to go pick her up. And he was wrong. He was just basically, I think he, I don't know if he was lazy or like he didn't pay attention and it was just, he made mistakes. So I'm also going to encourage you if you're a vet and you're tired, um, exhausted. Cause you know what? There are certain days of the week I shouldn't pick up my phone. I shouldn't like, you know, be speaking to people. This is a, this, you're, you're impacting humans and you're impacting fur babies. So don't just like mess around and say, yeah, I'll take care of your animal while you're on vacation. And then he like basically boarded her because my fee when I went to pay everything was $40 and she was there overnight. I'm like, did you run any tests? He's like, yeah. I'm like, for $40, I don't even know anybody who would run tests overnight for $40. That's yeah. not even so I knew that he wasn't telling the truth. And I had went to him. He was also my best friend's vet. I won't say the name because I don't want it to fame character, but just, you know, if you start to start to have second thoughts, um, if you need recommendations and you're in Queens and Long Island for vets, you know, feel free. There's private Facebook groups. If you're grieving, there's also, I don't know the names off the top of my head and I'm actually on the road to be honest, but there's a uh, private Facebook groups. If you're grieving or if you have animal questions, uh, you, I, I strongly encourage you to join them because they're lovely. When I thought I was going to lose her last year, I, I, I joined one and then, you know, she's with us. Um, thank God. But these groups are just very supportive. Uh, so just wanted you to know they exist. And if you're not an animal person, um, if someone is really like connected to their animal and their animal's not well, have respect because it's to them, it's a human. And I, I really want to point that out to people who are listening or maybe like pick, you know, why would you listen to this if you're not an animal person? But if let's just say you're in the background somewhere listening to it and you're like, that's so weird. She's so obsessed with her animal. Like, I don't get it. That could be your child. That could be your best friend. That could be, your, and that's the relationship. I've spent more time with her than anyone else in the world. So yeah, I'm going to be a little bit, you know, disconnected and a little sad and a little hurt and a little emotional when she's not okay. And I ask you to just respect people, wherever they it could be their alligator. It could be their lizard. It could be their fish, like get it. And people deal with death and sickness differently. So just honor that, please. Could not agree more. That's an extremely valid point. Yeah, yeah, and 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 just you know, create community around you. You know, you know, for for all the things because you your animal might need the community. You're going to need the community. So just you know, doing all the things. But the computer um, is a fun place for these animals to be. And if you're in a meeting and see an animal, just say hi or. <laughs> Don't let it distract you too much because she, I mean, she literally fights to get on Zoom now. She knows who her people are. She knows what's up. She wants to come visit them. She's just obsessed. Those, you know, as, as much as seeing your your pictures and your selfies and selfies with people and just seeing all the things you do, 
I love seeing her sitting on your laptop. Yes. She has a look that just says, I'm running the meeting, not her. Let's get down to business. You know, next item on the agenda. It's really, it's not just, she's just not hanging out and, and off out to space. She has a look of determination on her face. Oh, yeah. So, long, I, long may she reign. Uh, thank you so much, guys. And Dan, thank you so much for um, encouraging me to do this. I really, you know, I really wanted to make sure I kind of was like doing this perfect podcast for you because. I know that for me, this is like near and dear. And I, I, I was, you had pinged me a couple of times, like Erica, we really need to get this done. I really want to make sure I feature Fiona. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Like, I don't have it all together. Like I'm literally driving guys. Like that's happening right now. And I want you to know that if you're an animal lover, it doesn't matter where you are, what you're up to, you can speak about your animal and know that every story that's told is going to help save lives, save animal lives and save people lives. And not necessarily if they won't be here, but they just could have a better quality of life. They don't have to live on the street. They don't have to live in a household that doesn't serve them anymore. There's even, you know, God forbid someone passes away and their cat is older. There's people who are willing to take on those animals too. So there's organizations like that. So I actually know someone who is the founder of one in New York. Um, but yeah, just know that if you're hesitant, like, is this really going to make a difference? Having this podcast and these stories be told will and can and will make a profound difference. So I'm one grateful realtor. I'm one grateful cat mom and uh, to for the opportunity. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. Absolutely what I was hoping for. My pleasure. <laughs> I hope you have a great one. Say hi to Fiona. <laughs> have a good I night. Will. I'll send her your love. Bye. Bye. I mean, come on. How awesome was that? I, I could have talked to her for hours and hours and hours and gone on several different topics. So we'll definitely have to have Erica back on the show. Uh, but just, just, just extraordinary. That, that's the point. That's my point behind doing this. Not just to hear my, my Brooklyn Jewish accent, but just an everyday cat she adopted this cat from a shelter and this cat just does extraordinary things and to 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 be almost 18 years old i mean cats can live into their 20s my uncle my great uncle had a, a cat from brooklyn you know which in an earlier episode i discussed my uncle willie and the, the lampshade store that cat lived into into Minnie lived into her mid-20s, I believe. I think almost 25. Cats can live an extraordinary long time if you take care of them and if you show them a tenth of the unconditional love they show you. And just the stories and just the way that Fiona has made such a difference in Erica's life, no matter what she's doing, no matter how busy, no matter how stressful, the ins and outs of a real estate career, which again, it takes an extraordinary person with extraordinary drive to work, not only work in that field, but make a success of themselves in that field. And Erica does that and more in spades. So to live such an extraordinarily busy, stressful, high octane life and come back home after a long day and there's Princess Fiona, or working from home, and there's Princess Fiona, 
they, she just does extraordinary things. And that's, that's my point. You could have that too. There's a Princess Fiona or, or a Tucker or a Tyler or a Tiger. Any of the cats that I'll be talking about or that my friends have talked about. There's a cat like that waiting for you right now. You, you can live a busy life and, and still have an amazing shelter cat in your life. They're very self-sufficient. So while you're out being busy, they'll hold down the fort. They'll keep the house clean. <laughs> they'll keep it, you know, rodent-free, um, bug-free for the most part. And when you come back, there will be a source of unconditional love. So when you come home and you're tired and you want to unwind, your cat is going to want to unwind with you. And there is no better stress relief than just being with a cat, having the cat cuddle with you. I can tell you that. They make extraordinary differences in your life. And you can have that too. So take it from Erica, take it from me. Go adopt a cat. Go foster a cat. Go support your local rescue group or animal shelter. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Princess Fiona, for being on the show. I was so, so happy. This exceeded my expectations. I hope you enjoy this, and we'll see you next week. Until then, take care of your cats and take care of yourself.